What's up, Black Swamp? Yo, 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 back again. JJ's back in the booth, as long as yours, with yours truly, Taylor. Um, gonna go over week seven, get into week eight. Um, and then also, I took another one of your guys' advice for segments. It's another one of Tony's. Um, Kevin, I'm still working on your uh, Zodiac one. Um, and uh, so we'll have that in the middle. Uh, we'll go over some trades. I think there was only two. One or two. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll get into next week. Um, it's just really, uh, I mean, we're in the thick of it. It's not even ramping up. We're past ramping up. We're in the dead thick I of it. I feel like we're at the top of the roller coaster. Yeah. Everybody just put their hands up. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just scared, you're holding on. Man, it's crazy because, I, you know, we. it's hard because, like, I want to, I like talking in the chat. But then some of the stuff I want to like wait for the podcast. Yeah. And one of the things I could debate it was just talking about Mike and his situation. But I already kind of talked about it in the chat, and it's pretty crazy because dude, he, he's he's only he's second in points total, but he's only second by three points. He should like that's how close he's to first. That's insane. and he's the eighth seed, three and four. Dude, Kevin's one game behind him. That's wild. Kevin is one game behind Mike. I mean, Alec it has a better record right now than Mike. And uh, That's why fantasy football is just so much fun, but so frustrating sometimes. Like, injuries or just the uncontrollable will drive you nuts. At least me, it does. And I'm sure Mike right now, too. No, yeah, he texted me, and I think I posted in the chat. He said he, he lost his other league by point two. So in both of his leagues combined, he lost by two point four points in both combined both leagues. But yeah, so I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting down the stretch here. Um, Mike has an uphill battle though, just because of his division. <clears throat> I mean, DJ won again. Josh losing two weeks in a row is good, but that's not going to sustain. I mean, I'm, I know I've been down on Josh's team a little bit more lately, but it's still a good team. So we'll get to that later, too. Okay. I still think Mike has the best team. I just think it's just the perfect case of just bad luck uh, going against the wrong players at the wrong time. What's, uh, what's his schedule look like the next couple weeks? Uh, let me pull that up real quick. Who, Mike or Josh's? Mike. Mike. Um, let's see right here. Um yeah, so he plays Alec, um, Rob, Reggie, Nick, Josh, you, DJ. It's his time to shine. A good stretch for him, I but think. But so is Josh's. Yeah. Josh has an, about the same. That's the problem. And that's why I said last week he's going to have to play catch-up because this is Josh's. Uh, Rob, Alec, Nick, Reggie. Or his next. So they're both almost. So that's that's kind of the the side by side to watch. I think for for that division, the, it's going to be the race out of the next four weeks to see where both of those guys are sitting. And you know, honestly, you want to know who the real player to watch in that division is? It's DJ. I was going to say it ain't me. It's D. It's <laughs> DJ. It's not because of what he can and can't do. It's more so based on what he does. It's what's yeah. it's because Mike's down a game yeah. and Josh is up two games, whatever, what DJ does is going to really affect Mike. So when I say watch DJ, 
I'm not saying necessarily us, but right. Mike should be watching DJ. Right. Mike okay. should be paying attention on what's happening. He's, uh, he's in the peripheral for sure while, you know, going side by side with Josh just to see where they come out the next four weeks. Yep. So, yeah, well, let's get into it. Uh, we'll go over last week's matchups. Um, we're going to start with Taze waddling to a ship versus Josh, the favorites. Uh, Bengals have been going past heavy. It's been working wonders for me with Burrow. He's that boy. Um, I lost Mike Williams. He was the receiver nine on the year. That was Did the you see that big, play? Yeah, and it was a big reason I traded CeeDee Lamb. So that, that hurts. And I'm just glad it's just a high. I was going to say, he's lucky he just walked out with a high ankle sprain because that, that's one of those plays where his, his foot gets turned like that and it – Dude, Most times, that's when you see people's shit snap, and it's like, hanging oh, dude, out of leg. yeah, yeah, it was, it was bad. I, I was driving home, so I missed it, and then I got the alert on my phone, and then somebody had linked the tw- the twit, uh, the Twitter, the tweet, and whatever. That's never good when people are posting <laughs> right, the video, yeah. and I seen it, and I was. The problem is, is high ankle sprains are still pretty much season ruiners for receivers. It's even, about when they come back, even when they come back, they're still not the same. Yeah. It takes, and I have I have him in redraft, so oh, that's kind of that's bad too. Yeah, yeah. Win now situations. Yep. Um, so Tua looked awful. I mean, his stat box didn't look that bad, but he should have had four picks. So I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Um, I had Javante still for sale crickets, but he is no longer out there. Um, Josh's quarterback situation is absolutely awful. Easily the worst in the entire league. Minus Nick. Um, if Eckler or Chubb go down, I I know this is kind of a hot take, but I think Josh's season's probably over at that point. I don't think his depth is going to be good enough, so he needs to stay healthy. Um, Josh has to be feeling the heat right now on his team. He An didn't injury break or two would really set him back, I think. Well, he didn't break uh, 100 last week, and then this this past week, uh, he barely, barely by three points. So I think he'll be fine. But um, there's definitely reasons for concern. Um, I don't have anything else on that matchup. Do you have anything? About the same. Cool. Rob Strawberry Herbert versus JJ's Titanic Sync team. Herbert looks mid. Uh, he doesn't have any more weapons now either. Um, I know it's injury. I'm not worried about Herbert long-term for Dynasty, but this season, if Rob's trying to make a push, I am worried. And I'm also worried lack of weapons. Keenan Allen looks washed. Well, I know he, his leg's not perfect. He uh, he kind of came back and was just like a get-his-feet-wet game. Luckily, I think they're getting a well-timed buy. They'll come yes, back. Yes, it's a perfect time. He, I think Keenan is going to see volume just because no Mike Williams. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Josh Palmer's coming off injury too. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so he's going to have to get the ball to somebody. Um, luckily for Josh, Eckler is probably going to see a lot of targets with Mike Williams being out too. So we'll see. Um, but I agree, actually. I think Eckler is like a twenty-five point guy a week at this. I point. feel like he always just gets so like game script lucky. Oh, Eckler? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm, it's funny. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a hater, but every year I'm like, I don't want anything to do with Eckler. And then, I, then halfway through the season, I'm like, why the fuck didn't I get Never Eckler? want anything to do with him. And then <laughs> I see his numbers. I'm just like, how? I'm just like, how is yeah. this dude still doing yeah. this? Um, but yeah, so um, I got uh, Robinson not getting any action. Makes sense now. He should be fine moving forward. I don't think he's going to still be a baller necessarily. I still think Michael Carter eats in pretty hard. But I mean, he's... You'll at least be able to trust him for some flex-level points. Definitely. Uh, Claypool continues to see action with Pickett under center. Uh, Dobbs is awful. He can't seem to catch anything. And uh, I I question Rodgers trusting him much moving forward at this point. He may not have a choice, just in my opinion. He may not have a choice. They're losing. Lazard's going to be out at least a couple weeks. They're saying that for sure. I think so. Damn. I didn't see that. Yeah. He's in a sling. Oh, yeah. 
Well, we'll see. I don't trust yeah. that GM to make trades. I, I think what, they're asking for trades, but I think that GM's too... I hate that GM. Brian, I, n- I never understand the Packers' philosophy on how they... Approach like other team players and their Trading, players. drafting. Offensive weapons. Sometimes they'll have a decent signing. I'm like, oh, that's a good signing for them, but... Like, they let Jamal Williams walk and then drafted A.J. Dillon, and they reached for him by two rounds. Right. And nobody, dude, he's not even... Nobody had him projected. Dude, he doesn't even day. look good. Like, yeah. okay, he's, he's had strong. Flashes. Yeah, cool. he's a big guy. He's a good... Goal I think... Line. Yeah, in the right situation, for whatever reason, I would say he is a good, like, tandem backfield back for, like, goal line and, like, but that's high it. formation work. That's but it's, it. not not it's, not, it's not even working. It's not even working with Green Bay. And they have the setup. Sure, it should work. Aaron right. Jones is yeah, the shifty the electric perfect, guy yeah. and, and that can catch not, balls. Yeah. It's like when you watch AJ Dillon run, it looks like he's already 30 years old. Especially this year. Maybe not so much what this is his third year. Yes. Yep. First two years, I think he was more consistent, but to be fair to him, I think this is the worst line they've had. It is the worst line. I think it's the worst line Rogers has ever had. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's even close. Um JJ uh, lost Hollywood and Metcalf. Heck, he even lost uh, Chubbard this week, uh, which is brutal. Uh, I think Everett's also going to be a big weapon for Rob moving forward as well, just to throw that into our Chargers truck. If you got a tight end, that's being consistent. Ride it out. Imagine a team where next year JJ has Metcalf, Jamison Williams, and Hollywood, and Michael Pittman. Oh, wait, did I say that out loud? <laughs> ETN, um, baby. ETN, my one note for you is ETN could be a headache for you in your tank, or if he ends up getting hurt, if he tears his ACL week 17, I would just want to pray for I you. already have the injury, Juju. You, you can't <laughs> keep, there's no more to rub on me. I have it all. Well, okay, not all, but goddamn. You can't get any worse. You can. Stop. <laughs> I keep telling Can myself that. Can draft picks get hurt? I keep telling myself that. Can draft picks get hurt? Yes. In uh, college. DJ's boner champers, Alec Miles, Hairnets, both these teams sitting at the sixth seed, in my opinion. DJ has more number ones in their position. Alec's season is over unless he makes trades. Once I saw his ports for and against, it's clear his 4-3 record is a product of luck more than player skill. That being said, he has done the unthinkable before. Uh, I always say DJ is the luckiest player in the league, and this week it proves again. Juan Johnson helped him win with 17 points, shaking my head. Uh, I don't have much to say, but if Alec can't beat Josh Allen and A.J. Brown, a Josh Allen and A.J. Brown list team, all about Derrick Henry only put up 15, then to me the writing's on the wall this season because that was essentially what just happened. Those are two teams I can definitely see the, uh, the ride out of the year to mm-hmm. where – the team will show its true colors, like you said. You got Mike Evans, luck. you got yeah. Derrick Henry, Cam Akers. Like, what do you think? What do you think happens to Akers? I don't even care. I've 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 paid zero attention to him in the last two years. I don't understand why so many people there's talk just, about. There's him. just something about I liked him coming out of college, but there's just something about him that I just deters me away completely. He's just not good. Well, that, <laughs> that, that good was before football. the Achilles, even. Yeah, no, I agree. I just I've never understood it. I think yeah. that's why I just don't care because I in my mind I haven't care, like I don't know why people even roster them. And I want to know what what we're missing or that the team's not telling us because obviously they're just fucking done with it. There was obviously an argument. Something there happened. was obviously an argument. I don't know. It's just I hate like being in like just a normal person. You can never get the insight on like what yeah, really, really happens right behind closed doors to where it's like, damn, that shit's juicy. No wonder they're about to drop him. And. um you know, you look at Alex's team and Clyde Edwards-Alaire is getting pushed to the side. Montgomery's, season, baby. Montgomery's <laughs> getting pushed to the side. 
And what's his third running back? Fournette. So, dude, like, if I'm Alec, I'm trading all of those players away and just starting. I mean, unless you really think you can ride it, but I guarantee you by playoffs, CEH is getting, like, five snaps. He's already, yeah, he's already hit. He's already hit. And Montgomery, they split even finally. I think by the end of the year, Khalil will take over this backfield. I'm just saying I think most of his running backs aren't even going to be startable. And here's another thing. I know you and Fields. But oh, here we go. they're starting to utilize him in the run game. He had he was the leading carrier in that 33-14. Great for super flex leagues yeah. for one year. He'll be re- he'll be replaced in a year. Ah, uh, come on. Maybe not next year, but the year after he will be replaced. So get all those fantasy points from rushing while you can. <sighs> I'll bet money on it. I'll me. bet money on it. Um yeah, so moving forward, Andy's tactical nukes for Reggie's wise. I got him to me. The curse continues. Hall season's over, so maybe Andy's is too. Problem is, is he's an all in team, and uh, that monster trade actually low key made it be. At the end of the year, I'm going to do best trades. That, you know, I'm going to do like I have yeah. some ideas for the final episode and uh, trade of the year. I think this is a low key early contender for Andy. That was a smooth. Smooth trade again, a conundrum. You're welcome, Andy. But you don't see a 30 year old running back coming off basically being Two gone a year, yeah, a year and a half, right? And then do that. But I don't, I don't blame you. You made the yeah. right choice. It's just, it was a great trade. Uh, Kittle finally showing up. I feel like I'm forgetting to mention the team in this matchup, but anyways, moving forward. Uh, Kevin's bye week versus Nick Sir Hunters. Kevin's still putting up great max points for numbers to affect his draft pick. Eno looks solid. Honestly, I think this was a fluke, though, and it's just going to be things like this are going to hurt Kevin. Same with Gus Bus. Um, but I can understand hoping you found the next future RB star. My problem is, is has this ever happened? Has a late draft pick in his second year who started only because of injury ever took over the workload and been a massive star in the NFL? You know? Yeah, I mean, his situation is just right. Like, if I'm, I don't understand. If I'm Kevin, I was, oh, 20 point week sell. Like, do you really think he's going to have a future that's going to be worth holding? It on really to? reminds me. It's reminds me of uh, Chase Edmonds. Same thing in okay. Arizona. Okay, I guess that's a fair comparison. And it's Arizona, the ironically, same thing. Yeah, that's fair it's comparison. The same thing. Okay, all right. Edmonds leaves, and you know, so you're thinking Kevin should hold. Him. Kevin should hold anyone. Uh, he's only 23. Okay, all right. Connor's on his last 23 year. 23 is old, bro. For a running back, I'm just kidding. No, I, 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 Connor's lost. Let's yeah, be, oh, let's be honest. Sure. He, and he's, he, I think he was lucky last deal. year. I could see, I can see them holding Eno and drafting a running back, which they did last year too. But and honestly, Ingram looked good too. That's what I'm saying. He looked they good could, too. They, they might, they might be able to ride or it just out. bringing a veteran in the off season. That's probably. Uh, uh, going to be so Miles Sanders and Antonio Gibson, Delvin Cook. There's going to be so many running. Me and my dad were talking about running yeah. backs next year are going to be completely different. Josh Jacobs, is, All, he Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. there is and so many coming into the league. The RB landscape next year is going to be a completely, completely different because it's a fucking. That's like, why I'm not worried about this it. Year. Like, that's why I'm just. You yeah. can have Javante. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Allen is clearly hurt still. He looks uh pretty bad. Um, Keenan Allen. Uh, Gus Bus is not doing any favors. I already wrote that. And the Swift trade is really working well for a win now season for Nick. Um, <laughs> game of the week was Tony versus Mike. It didn't disappoint. Mike lost by uh, two points. Mike lost St. Brown and Najoku to injuries early, and that was a decider. Mike also needs to figure out his quarterback room fast. He's fallen three to four, eighth seed, and has the highest points in the league, second highest points in the league. I'm sorry. That tells me he's losing close matchups and his QB situation starting Aaron Rodgers might be the difference maker. Uh, Tony's team continues to look dominant and he didn't even have a good rating on an accurate lineup. When you look at the uh, week report, his bench went off. I still think Tony's a dark horse favorite that people forgot about and they shouldn't have. Um, 
you know, I look at Mike's team and it's funny with the new concussion rules, it came out that St. Brown didn't actually have a concussion. Yeah, but so they couldn't put him back in the game. So, yeah. So, you know, that is funny. If that would have been three weeks ago, Mike would have won that game. Yeah. So that's just Mike's yeah. luck, and that's just how the fucking shit goes. And then Joker is done four to six weeks. Is that official now? Look at you with all the fucking facts. Um, that's the problem with doing these scripts on the days after the game. Yeah. Is I do all this research, but then I miss some of the little shit like that because yeah. I'm so sucked in our actual, not so much real life NFL news, yeah. but just like what happened this week in our teams. Um, poo poo pants team over the week. Uh, Alec, it's time to accept your fate as a trash rebuild. You should really be poo player, but actually, I switched it. It's going to be Josh. Just to uh, tease you guys a little bit. Now, Josh didn't set his lineup. He's first in his division, and I even sent a reminder text, but yet he still started Baby Shark Chark. Okay, sure, you could argue that he literally had no one to replace him, and in the past, I made that an exception, but I look around the playoff hunt and your division especially. You barely broke 100 this week, and last week you couldn't. Your team is a shell of itself compared to the first four weeks. Um... CMC to 49ers needs to work out, and I think you need Watson to immediately to come in and make an impact. Uh, but please, everybody, check your lineups. Foreman had 15 points on your bench. Um, if you would have started him and maybe even as a CMC owner leaving Carolina, how do you not put Foreman in? I dude, I don't know. That blows my mind. I started him in my other league, I and I got 15 Chuba. points. Yeah, I started Chuba. Uh, if you would have started him and maybe Dalton doesn't throw two pick sixes, you would have won. It's that simple. And so, yeah, you could say, oh, well, Foreman only put 15. But, yeah, but look at look at how the stars align there. Um, Alec, you got a pass this week. But you were, you should – you arguably, you could have been Poo Poo Plants player multiple times this year. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> you got to figure it out, man. If you're going to sell DK, you got plenty of other pieces you should sell. But if you – you know, I talked to him on the phone last night. He wanted Peoples Jones. I mean, that, him, that's fine. I don't blame me him. Me and him went back and forth on on Jones for probably or uh, Peoples Jones for probably a month. Different He's a good player. I, I I understand, but it's just like you're still doing something that's a lot more of a future thing, in my opinion. So you kind of already took that. You took that step. step. You put the you put your toe in the water. So it's like, yeah. Do you really think it's beneficial to hold Montgomery, to hold Fournette, hold CH now? There is a world where Montgomery does go somewhere and start somewhere next year. Yeah. That's true. That is true. But of, Fournette is washed. Out of the three of them, I think he has that's the best case. Hold. That's the only one I would hold yeah. to. Yeah. Just and I am not even saying confidently, but that if I had right, to pick. Right. For sure. Just so, based on situation, him going to a different team next year could better his value yep. and his opportunity. I agree. Playoff picture. So I updated the power rankings. Uh I I'm sorry, I checked the updated power rankings on Fantasy Pros. Uh, and I hilariously was dethroned by Mike, uh, even though he lost. So that tells me, based on injuries and trades from other teams, Mike is still top of the league to win um, as far as his future matchups. He's tied with me. We both have a 100% rating rest of season. Uh, but because of his loss, when you look at the project pro, uh, projected seedings, he slid down to the sixth. So basically, fantasy pros think that he's going to dominate, but because of his record, he's Pretty much is stuck in this limbo of bottom of the playoff seating because of his division. Um, here are the current current projected standings. It's me eleven and three. Andy, Josh, and Tony all ending the season at nine and five. DJ nine and six. Well, that doesn't make sense. So eight and six. I must have typoed. And then Mike seven and seven. Um, yeah. So that's the future. Um, I wanted to do so a, they say. So they say a hundred percent. And. Um, uh, we're going to go over trade grades real quick, and then I'm going to do uh, 
our special segment this week is which NFL star is the next to do ayahuasca? That's uh, the special <laughs> segment. Um, so trade grades. Uh, you're going to say something? I just wanted to jump back to the fantasy pro thing. It's funny because we talk about like we talk shit about like keep trade cut is like the Bible and like Fuck all these, all these fucking quote unquote experts will like tell you that this is what's going to happen in standings. Fantasy pros on their podcast this year They're before awful. the season told we're, we're saying nonstop that Kadarius Tony was going to be a league winner. So Still just, could be home. I'm just it's week eight, bro. He's coming back. I'm just leaving gonna, it with that. He's going to carry Tua and the Dolphins. The motherfuckers, Percy Harvin, Tua 2.0. While into a shift, going to get carried by Tony. Just wait. If he does, then <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. No, I mean. The thing, though, I will say about the Fantasy Pro algorithm is it's not going off just their experts. It's every expert on every website gets compiled into their machine. Oh, so they have the Keep Trade Cut algorithm. Well, that (laughs) algorithm is all of us. Right. Which I fucking hate that website. They're so reactionary. Javante dropped like a thousand his points and it already went back up a thousand. So if I would have moved him for if I would have listened to that site and moved him last week, I would have got fleece compared to what I can move for this week. Yeah. And I even look at players like uh, Gibson dropped all the way. Then now after this week, I noticed it went all, not yeah. all the way up, but it went up. It's too reactionary. I, I think it's a good baseline for some ba- players, not even yeah. all players. Yeah. Because some of these, I'm just looking like, what is, what are people smoking? AJ Dillon is up there with like Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like Derrick Henry's old, but dude, the AJ only Dillon thing I like good. it for is to like kind of get a gauge on draft pick value but even some of that is skewed it's still too skewed i yeah. think it's fine to look at but if you're looking it, i first of all that fucking bullshit variance percentage they give you oh that thing's that, fucking don't, stupid if you're sending me a trade and then you use keep trade cut and you show me that's fine if that's what you want to do but if i see a variance i'm taking that out because if i'm saying you two players that are worth three thousand and you send me a player that's Six thousand to me, that should be equal. Not all of a sudden that no. player's worth nine thousand. Right. That like, makes and my sense. players are worth like th- like it doesn't make any no. sense. I get it if you're trading a bunch of thirds or something, but if you're just trading players, I fucking I don't agree with that at all. So that's all I'll say on that. We're gonna go over trade grades. JJ says Allen Robinson to Rob for a twenty twenty three second. Personally, I'm not a fan of Allen Robinson. I haven't been since Jacksonville. I don't give a fuck about that first year with the Bears. I just still didn't like him. Um Rob overpaid. I think he could have got better value with that second for a guy like Lazard or Juju. That being said, go and get your guy if that's who you wanted. I think this is my personal opinion. And um, I want it out of that. He's, he's, yeah, he'll I, be I don't 30 next you. season. No, I rebuild. And Stafford and him have zero chemistry. And to get a late second, I thought that was perfect value. So And, I, and Van Jefferson comes back. That's my next note. And this is what is key. This is my belief. Because him and Stafford have shown glimpses of actually really good chemistry. Yeah, I think when Van Jefferson comes back... I think Allen Robinson's season's over, period. Yeah. I think you'll get, like, maybe a good week out of him once. Because aside from Cooper Cup, you know who has the most – you know who is leading in right. second targets Higby, for the Rams? Right. Is it Higby or is it Schwern? Schwern it's Skronak. Sk- fucking Skronak. scoliosis boy. Yeah. Um, who I have. <laughs> Stafford and Jefferson have chemistry that Robinson doesn't. I give Rob a C-. minus. I'm sorry. I, I understand why you did it, but I just – I'm not a personally – this is just personal feelings on Allen Robinson, I think – you just made, I, I just think you could have got a better player out there, and I give you an A plus. I don't think I don't know how you honestly got. Uh, was that a late? What, what, late. It's Mike's second. Okay. Okay. Well, either way, right. whatever. Like maybe I'll move Rob to like a, a C, but I, I just don't like it. I'll, I'll take that all day long. Um, I sent Tim Patrick, Bailey Zap, Zappy Zap, 
uh, and Javante Williams for an early third and Pickens. Uh, Motherfucker. This is just what I'll say, and then I'll let you carry it. I think in five years, I'll look back on the trade and maybe regret it. Anyone that watches Devontae in Denver's office this year saw the talent. The The game that he got hurt was the first game Gordon got completely benched, which told me that they believed he could be a workhorse finally. Um, then he got hurt. That's just bad luck. Uh, no doubt he has a long road to recovery. I'm not denying that, but I think he's the perfect guy in Kevin's situation to grab and rebuild. Uh, you could argue Pickens was also, but I think if you got Chase and you feel okay and you just I don't think Javante's a bad grab. Um, and they got Tim Patrick, but yeah, he's old, but Tim Patrick's arguably Denver's best receiver that nobody talks about. And he's never drops balls. I think even if this offense is struggling next year, Patrick, I still think if Patrick was here right now, this offense would look different because he is that. I think he'll be blanket. for Russ. He'll be the Tyler Lockett esque. I agree, a hundred percent. And even though he'll be thirty, I still because he doesn't have a lot of wear on his career. Lockett's thirty. That's true. Same That's thing. true. Um, you know, I think uh, he. You know, we'll see what happens with Bailey Zap Zappe Zappe. I take I take Bailey Zap over Mac Jones. Yeah, I would too. And I think that was a good move for Kevin to have a backup as Lamar. Um, I like this trade for him. I legitimately thought this was a trade for good for both of us. Uh, the only thing I could see is if Javante could maybe backfire. Maybe he loses a step. But this is my notes on that. Has anybody watched Fournette run? I mean, it's painful, but yet he's still very fantasy relevant. Worst case, in my opinion, Javante's future is a Fournette situation, and I still would take that. I still would be happy. It's 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 kept Alec relevant. He's still a top ten back the last two years in fantasy. Fournette. My, my two things on Javante is that the injury does scare me for how long he's going to be out and whether or not he comes back like he was with like you said the same step. Right. Also, where's that offense going to be? Next year, I, mean, I don't think it matters. He's not going to be back till at least like mid mid next year. I don't think it's going to matter. I think this is this is my personal opinion. I think you'll get him back probably November. I think Denver's going to snag one of these veteran running backs that are going to be out there, and I think you're going to have to deal with that a little bit. But I still think at that point he'll still be 23. He'll still be 23 years old. So. You'll have to grind it out a little bit, but I still think that's why I said five years from now. If you can be patient with Javante, I think you got all these draft picks. If you can go get a couple young running backs, and then Javante comes back, right. and even if he's just a goal line package yeah. while they ease him in, great. Yeah, absolutely great. I think it's still going to be fine. I, I think th- it, yeah, it works for both. It of you adds guys. depth to your receivers for at least a year or two. I only I only ask the the where's the team at next year because going into this week they're two and five. Yes, they kidding. go to London to play Jacksonville at two and six. Yeah. We're going to get a new coach. Do you. OK, so here's my thing. Do you trade Judy for the draft picks because you just sold yeah, the we fucking get, farm yeah, for Russ? We need to get rid of Judy. So are you almost tearing it all down before it even starts? It's funny because this was um, supposed to be the end of our rebuild. And I think we just jumped into it. <laughs> That's my point. I mean, at two and six, what do you do? I don't know. Especially and in that division. Justin Simmons is starting to get frustrated, and yeah. he's year six now, and he's so good. He's an all-pro caliber player, and I think, as much as I hate to say it, but I almost feel like we need to ship him. and Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb. Well, he's on a, he's, his, his deal is over now, so if we don't trade him this week, then he's just a free agent. I but, can just see if you guys lose this week and maybe next or win one, lose one. Uh, there could be a point this year where we almost see a Denver sell-off. Do you think they just cut Russ and just take the dead cap and say, fuck, fuck it? Fuck, no. That's so It's 150 years. mil. That's no it. way. 
I mean, I say I say that's it, but shit, it's better. It's, right. it's, I just don't want the headache anymore. But anyways, Man. nobody wants to hear about yeah. Denver for now. <laughs> um, so the only thing I'll put is the only thing about Kevin is he had an injured RB he wanted to sell for years. Or I'm sorry, he had an injured RB he wanted to come back for years, and that was Barkley. Hopefully he didn't get rid of Barkley and just gave himself the new Barkley. Um, that's not the same situation. Same situation. So Maybe worse. Could be worse. So that's my only thing. I, you know, there's times where I fleece people and sometimes I walk away from that trade with a grin, but then my heart, I kind of feel bad. I don't get this from this trade. I've seen trades you made and I'm just like, how? <laughs> I don't get this from this trade. If honestly, I think I kind of lost it. I feel like I could have, not by much. I think I, I could have got uh, Gus Bus or something also. I, Another running back piece. I Maybe think it's Eno. pretty even for both of you. Obviously, my, my opinion skewed because I'm a Steelers fan, but. I loved Pickens coming out regardless of where he went. I thought teams were sleeping on him. Like, okay, you look at the Packers. The Packers dude, took they, Christian Watson, and they could have taken George I Pickens. Know. You know how that, how on dude, fire him and Pickens Aaron would, be would right be now? Amazing. Right. I, that's dude, again back to the Packers organization, so not knowing not knowing how to maneuver. Well, let's keep it going. Yeah. Um, what is the next NFL star to do ayahuasca? I meant to text you and have you come up with some, but I'll read what I got here. Follow me along on this journey, children. Uh, what NFL star is the next to do ayahuasca? I have Von Miller. This one just makes sense. That's a good one. Uh, Gardner Minshew. How much do you want to bet I can throw a football over those mountains out there? <laughs> the NFL Uncle Rico. Well, actually, that would probably be Aaron Rodgers now. Anyways, last I heard this dude was living in a fucking motorhome. I would be disappointed. He just sold it, actually. Oh, well, I'd be disappointed <laughs> if he wasn't doing ayahuasca already. Uh, Russell Wilson. This dude might be the only NFL player that legitimately should travel to the Peruvian mountains to endure the euphoric bliss of diarrhea and vomiting all the way to enlightenment. Maybe he will find his legs again or maybe the middle of the fucking field. Yeah, he should ride that one out. Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, look at this dude. Am I the only one waiting for a buddy cop film featuring (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott and Gardner Minshew with Aaron Rodgers as the precinct commissioner? Uh, Jameson Williams. He was able to find his eyes with LASIK. Maybe it'll help him find whatever the fuck else he's missing. Um, And then Tom Brady. Do you mean Winston on that? Huh? Jameis Winston? I just said Jameis Winston, yeah. You said Jameis Williams. Did I really? Oh, Jameis Winston. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Tom Brady. You know what's funny is I re-listened to uh, our podcast last week, and I realized there's two times I said players that I didn't mean to say. So I think I just blank out sometimes, and I like say the wrong thing. I have it written down right, and I'm just wondering how many people are listening. Like, what the fuck is Taylor talking about? Uh, Tom Brady. At this point, I put Tom in any list. Who's most likely to marry a Kardashian next? Tom Wait, Brady. I got one for the Tom Brady list. Who's the, hold on. Who's the next QB of the Colts? Tom Brady. Oh, God. Who's the next NFL star to get canceled? Tom Brady. And who's the next NFL star to kill his wife and lead his lead the police in a high-speed chase in a wide fort Bronco? Tom Brady. Who? Uh, what NFL star ends up on the Epstein flight logs? Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that video of him kissing those kids. That's I true. Just, that shit weirded me out. Doing this list made me realize that Mike in our league is actually the Aaron Rodgers of our league. Always contending, always balling, and always missing the boat in the playoffs and probably doing ayahuasca in the offseason. <laughs> uh, fun fact, ex-NFL kicking star Steven Hauska got his nickname in college, Steven I- Ayahuasca Hauska. I made that up. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. I, about that I was thinking Stephen Hauska, Iowa, Stephen Ayahuasca Hauska. Anyway, you know uh, a duo I could see, or maybe even a trio, and maybe this is just a podcast thing. Is like them actually podcasting it. Pat McAfee, Taylor Lewan, and Will Compton all doing ayahuasca on that fucking bus. Dude, I got to be honest with you. I fucking hate Taylor Lewan. Really? He's so I can't watch that podcast. No? I hate him so much. He's so 
All he does is talk about himself on his podcast. Something always spins about him and how he's always right about something. I yeah. love Will. Yeah, but I can't. He, I like Will way more than he, I like Juan. Taylor Juan is, dude, I can't. I, I like it I, better when it's actually, now that you mentioned that, I realize. When it's just I like Will, it, it's yeah, better. Yeah. It's actually a better show. Yeah. Taylor Juan is not, a, to me, very likable. Yeah. Um, well, maybe he can start thinking about other people after his ayahuasca trip. <laughs> right. Um, all right, going to the next week's matchups. Um, don't forget to pick a potential upset. It doesn't have to be a. You don't have to say somebody's upset, but what you think could maybe happen. Um, yeah, let me pull this up for you real quick. Um, okay, uh, we're gonna start with Taze Wild into a ship seven and over. Kevin's three and four bye week. Uh, it's not really a bye week, Kevin. Do we have up hundred uh, points? Do we have picks from last week or um, stats? Records? Yeah. No, I'm gonna hold off to the end of the year. Now I did a midseason okay. one. I'm gonna okay. hold off. Right. Maybe I'll do it again. I thought yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, Maybe before playoffs or something. Right. I've fumbled the bag on two of them last That's week. Okay. Um, I finally get a chance to somewhat breathe after a string of tough games. But Kevin's team is a team that could pull an upset. He's broken 100 points back-to-back, and even in Week 5, he had 130-point points for his max PF. Uh, I have a fair share of good matchups. I'm a tad worried about starting Pittman and Sutton in the QB situations. Um, Mark Andrews might not play, and that could hurt me. Uh, I think this will be key. So if not, I need to trust Fant or maybe pull up Dolchich uh, because I don't think Bellinger is going to be ready. These guys are still on my taxi slot. His eye is fucked. Yeah, I'm worried about it. Of course, you finally find a stud rookie tight end and he's blind now. He literally. fuck. He broke his orbital bone. Oh, no shit. Yeah, his eye is like he's out probably for the season. Yeah, well, I think Dolchich has actually performed pretty well. Get a visor, bud. (laughs) I think they should all be wearing visors. Uh, If I lose, I think it'll be because these three players, Mark Andrews, Sutton, and Pittman. So I can't see I can't see Mark Andrews putting up another dud like that. I think he's hurt. He's not practicing. Oh really? He wasn't practicing last week. Oh shit. He has an injury. He still ran eighty percent of snaps, but decoy. But Lamar only threw completed nine passes last week. I think Lamar's gonna have a big game this week. We'll see. I think he's washed. I think it's I, I think, think it's too big of a matchup for Tampa Bay coming off that shit loss. Well especially in Three what three days? When we talk about Kevin's team, I actually say that I do think Lamar bounce back. But I, I, if I'm the Ravens, I'm like, you're not getting this contract because you look like shit. He looks awful. Nine completions last week. What was it? His first three weeks, he amazing. Had, um, yeah, but dude, he I don't think he's broke 15 points. Somebody was saying, um, I was listening to somebody on ESPN Radio. I think it was like Bart Scott or somebody. After like those first three weeks, and they were like, he just needs to sit for the rest now. Now sit out and ask for your contract. Yeah, I agree. Like, what else you got to prove? I mean, yeah. look at this. Well, we'll we'll get back to this in Kevin's okay. matchup. Yeah. Um. What I will say, uh, actually, and playing Kevin's. <laughs> what am I talking about? So yeah, I mean, week one, 20, 42, 39. and then since week three, Lamar's put up thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, and ten. Dude, you can look at this and say, oh, he's the number four QB on the year, but I don't want this player right now. That's a tough. I mean, in, in the matchups. Tampa Bay, they should have been shootouts. Buffalo, you should have went head Cincinnati, the Giants. Yeah. I mean, you can't put up. I get the Giants are scheming well, but dude, Cleveland and Cincinnati, Buffalo. Yeah, come on, dude. I, I, I guess I could understand the Buffalo. It's the best defense. It's almost like that Buffalo game ruined them. It's just the people were saying how much his passing was going to be better this year. And I it did at first. Those first few games, he did look really accurate. Yeah, but dude, he looks terrible. I found the Ravens. I'm looking at that contract. I know maybe I sound crazy. I know he has a huge upside, but I'm just not doing it. You got to rebuild that team. Why dump a huge contract into Lamar? Start Huntley. Just focus on a rebuild. Get it. I mean, I don't. This is my opinion. I just think he wants so much money. I don't think they let him walk. QB is just unless they'd have to. But he's not winning them. They don't have the draft capital to just let him walk. 
and they will bring somebody they will in. if they trade him tomorrow. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Chase has been looking good. I think Lamar. I even said I think Lamar does have a bass back guy, but yeah. he has to. I think he does too. Uh, this team might start thinking about that contract if he doesn't start turning it around. Kevin's only one game behind Mike. I just want to remind everybody. That's crazy. Um, it makes you think about tanking maybe early, but you know I still think he made the right choice. Realistically, I don't think Kevin could have made it long run. Um, I but, think the later picks are hurting him, and I think yeah, for sure. Some of his players, I mean, just your max points. Your max like points you is still too good. To so yeah, I think a rebuild is in, in order, but I think maybe you went too far it's into the rebuild tail end of the first. I think you only maybe need to retool, maybe not rebuild. Yeah. in hindsight, but it's okay. It's already done. Alec, I mean, Alec dipped his toe in. Kevin fucking cannonballed from a hundred feet had, off the cliff. I think. It's not bad. Like, I think... No. He, it's not like... It, it's just, I think he could have maybe got a little bit more out of the season. Well, and like you said, what's he have? Eight picks? I don't know. It's How are you going to roster all those picks? He, he can't. Exactly. So he, but he does have a lot of garbage players, like Gaskins, that he can drop. Yeah. Anyways, Rob Strawberry Herbert's four and three versus Josh's five and two, the old favorites. This is my matchup of the week. JJ's matchup. This is my almost game of the week. And uh, then my upset... Uh, after double-checking matchups and looking at what some Rob's players' positions put up against the defenses that they play on average, I'm not sure. I think this is a winnable game, but Rob's going to have to overachieve in some of these players. I do like that he has Olave because I have a feeling Winston is going to come back and put up 17-plus, and that's who Josh is starting. Um, key players for Rob are Stafford. He needs to get 15. Sanders needs to hit 18. Walker needs to hit 15. Alave, Lockett, and McLaurin all need to hit a floor of 11. And one of his random flexes needs to explode. <coughs> Taysom Hill. Um, for Josh, I can see Winston having a good day for fantasy. Uh, McCaffrey, Kirk, and Cooper need to show up. Jefferson, I think, will get 20 this week. Josh has two down weeks. He needs to bounce back, but it could be close, and I wouldn't be surprised if Rob shits in his bed. So this is my game of the week. I think just because of the implications for both. I think yeah, if Josh shits the bed, it can kind of send the whirlwind of that division. the division and kind of like we talked about earlier, going head to head with Mike just to see and where DJ. it goes and DJ. I mean, and then, if, real, if DJ wins and Josh loses this week, DJ's tied for first. This week has a lot of implications for, for that division. Um, if, if Rob wins or loses, if Rob wins and obviously both implications for Josh's loss, Rob's win... I think it kind of pushes him more into all those moves are gonna are paying off for him. If he loses, that puts him at four and four. Four and four. What do you do there? Is is there he is there still win the division? Is there a situation where Rob gets to a point if he drops one or the next like this game and another one back to back that he might try to sell? It's hard to say because my dad is you know, only a, let's see here. Uh, my dad's five and two, Rob's four and three. So there's a world my dad plays Tony, and we'll get to that later. Yeah. So there's a world where Tony can win, and you know Rob could win this week, or even if Rob loses, he's still in the game behind that division. That's so because true. of that, I think Rob has breathing room, and also outside of like Stafford, Lockett, honestly, that's Allen Robinson. Outside of that. Even if he wants to rebuild, he's put him. He's done a good job where it's just yeah. like he doesn't need to panic still for next year. You're right. So I still think like realistically, he could package like a locket and Stafford for a pick, or you know something like that, or you know whatever. Yeah. I mean, what are his draft picks? Do we? Do you know off top? I don't think I this don't. is going to show me. 
Because he's he got rid of those seconds, right? He has one, so he still has a second. So if he could package like a second and lock it for like a first, maybe one of Kevin's late first, or you know, I don't know. I'm just spitballing off the top of yeah. my head. Yeah, I he think, has one second. That's it. So I think he's fine. And don't yeah. forget, guys, you can trade future picks if you you yeah. have to spend the money. But I was shipping around my 2024 first this week. You just have to pay the money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a two year out. Then you have to decide that. But I'm just saying, like, you're not just fucked if you got rid of all yeah. your picks this year. Like. I see Rob's team, and he's done a good enough job. But yeah, Miles Sanders is getting older. McLaurin is getting older, but he'll be fine. Like these guys aren't going to be done next year. Maybe in two years with Sanders, maybe. But I, I think Rob doesn't need to panic no matter what happens. Yeah. But um, I I still got Josh this week personally. I just think I'm gonna my game of the week. I'm gonna make the upset of the week too. I'm gonna take Rob. Okay, it was close for me. It wasn't easy. I actually pulled up my calculator, did my own. Uh, I just uh. We'll see. I think he's going to need to have one of those. Taysom Hill's going to have to have one of those splash weeks. And I think all. I think he could. That Las Vegas defense is hot trash. And I think Claypool, Lockett, McLaurin are all going to have to put up an 11 point. Like, yeah. They're going to have to have, like, not amazing numbers, but they're going to have to have their floor, like, needs to be 11 points. Um, If they can do that, we'll see. Um, We'll see what happens. Um, You said you got. Mike, area Rob, I'm sorry. Rob. Cool. Moving forward, DJ's 4-3, Boner, James 98 versus Knicks 1-6, Sir Lancelot losers. Uh, Bills are about to embarrass the Packers. This, my heart feels it. Uh, I think Rodgers is about to get blown out in the regular season game like never before. I think Allen's going to expose this defense. I expect him to throw a couple picks, but I still think he's going to go off this week like always. It's not. That's not even a hot take. It's Josh no. Allen. Yeah. Um, I think DJ's matchups are foolproof across the board. If you look down the list, um, all his players are playing soft defenses. This game's projected to be close. And uh, if DJ loses to Nick, you're, dude, it's over. I don't care about your standings. You just have to read the writing on the wall. Unless you really think you can t- do that. You're just trusting luck. Yeah. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But, dude, if you lose to Nick, I, I who does, uh, Who does DJ play? The next couple weeks. Yeah, well, he has your division. Those are yeah. coming up real soon here. So it's um, not. Gonna... So he has three games before that. So let's so he see. doesn't have the stretch like um, Josh and. I looked at this with my dad the other day because we were talking about it. Um, he doesn't have the stretch like Josh and Mike. He plays Nick, Reggie, my dad, and Kevin, and then goes into your guys' okay, division. So not as easy, but. But he has a bye week against Reggie. I'm pretty sure with a bunch of players. There's one of the weeks he has a whole bunch of buys. There isn't a lot of buys this week, but next week there's six teams on buys. Yeah, yeah, my team gets pelted yeah. pretty hard. Um, so, yeah, I got DJ. I'm not even going to talk about next team. Yeah. Just keep this podcast moving. So I'll take DJ, obviously. I think for his team, hope that Jerry Judy gets traded. Yeah. If you're not in, I mean, if you're not in it, I guess you don't matter. But, you know, I would be, I, there's this Cooks, Elliot. Um, there's tradable pieces on there. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, he, I don't. I, I understand he's not even really paying attention, so yeah. it's whatever. Um, JJ's zero and seven Titanic swim team versus Reggie's one and six. Why has it got to be me's poo poo team the, matchup? Poo poo bowl. Poo poo bowl. Uh, love you, Reggie, but with Mahomes out, are you even gonna break sixty this week? Like seriously. <laughs> uh, at least you have Hurts That's what I have This yeah. game's gonna be rough I'm not spending any more time on it uh, You have ETN and Hurts So I'll give you that I mean that alone I mean are, Chance we, DK are, you play. Still, are you still praying that Bateman's good? Like can we just admit that Bateman's not good? If he went to another team maybe But 
I say this every year. People ask, why did I not like Hollywood Brown? People always ask why I'm so hard on Ravens receivers. It's because look they at They never them. have had. They're not good. Yeah. But no, that's a, that's bullshit because they have. They have. They have. They just do they, nothing. Fantasy, they're irrelevant. Yeah. They're, Lamar Jackson cannot make a fantasy relevant receiver. Yeah. You could give him Hopkins in his prime, and I promise you, Hopkins would still be a, a borderline receiver one. He wouldn't. He'd still be good. I mean, Hollywood Brown still was a top 15 one year, but you're not going to get what you think you shit out of him. Yeah. Lamar is just not that guy. And until then, I don't want anything to do with Bateman. Congratulations on your three 20-point games you get a year. Did you, uh, did you see he he was kind of talking, they're throwing shade on Twitter when they signed fucking Deshaun Jackson to the practice squad? Mm-hmm, he, t- he tweeted, LOL. Yeah, but remember Hollywood was also so sneak to it. It's like their receivers don't even like Lamar. Yeah, it, there's some, there's a, like a, there's a some, gripe there. So. Yeah, these yeah. receivers don't like Lamar. It's yeah. clear. I think they like him as a person because you see him right. hanging out. But how many times have we seen on social media that their receivers just, just like playing sneak together. dissing Lamar? Yeah. Like, like you see those clips of Baker like talking to Jarvis and OBJ when they played together, and you could tell they were just pissed as fuck. And oh like, yeah, I got you guys, and he never got them. I think like. The Ravens are the best team receivers go to die on. Yeah. Um, but maybe not die, but definitely a hiccup in their career. They, they're they just undervalued. Yeah, they're not utilized. Yeah. And it's just Lamar. It's just a yeah. Lamar problem. Uh, Mike's 3-4 and four, uh, team micro. I love that Mike's has that changed this. Uh, versus Alex, 4-3 and three teams, Miles Garrett-Carrex. Big game, big game for both teams. Dear Mike, stop starting Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what are you doing, bro? Gino, like, baby. You're, you're three and four. You're struggling, and you you. Where is your trade for a quarterback at this point? Where is your trade for a quarterback? I mean, why didn't you go for Ellinger this week? I mean, I'm a little yeah. confused on what Mike's doing. It's like at at a certain point, you look at your three and four, and you look how many points you scored, and you've been losing. You need a quarterback. That's what that tells me. That could have been the difference in so many games. Um, Here you go, Mike. I'm doing you a favor in podcast. He doesn't listen, so. Damn. Well, you just sent him a trade? For the masses. Oh, you just put Cousins on the trade live live in the studio. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand what he's doing with that, but it's okay. Mike's back to full strength, though, almost. uh, For the first time in three weeks, I think he's going to destroy Alec by 30-plus. I say that confidently. Uh, look to Mike's tight end and flex position to be the question marks. LOL. That's his fucking question marks. I mean, look at this dude's team. This is stupid. I don't even think he set his lineup yet. He didn't. He's got Barkley, Mixon, Adams. Um, Jacoby Myers is solid. St. Brown, Jacoby Myers, Josh Jacobs. And then he hasn't set his lineup. He has Delvin Cook, um, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I mean, this is Higby. Higby. Yeah. I mean, even Jelani Woods has been a goal line threat. So, I mean... It's crazy. I don't think Alex gonna even break eight. Where did where did he draft when we initially drafted? Because how the fuck did he get all those pieces? He was like a playoff, that? so he drafted like ten, <laughs> nine. Um, he had a good draft, I'd say. Um, here's my game of the week: Andy's five and two, Dactical Nukes versus Tony's five and two, Toledo Tanks. Tony's been paying me in Skittles to make him game of the week every week to boost his ticket skills. Literally, I think he's been my game of the week like four weeks in a row, and I'm. I'm trying not to like play favorites because of my division. I don't, but legitimately, it's just how his There's, team's performed because yeah. he kind of was up and down early in the season. Yeah, and then he's just played a lot of tough matchups. So, and some of the players that just he has those guys that fly under the radar that like they'll oh, get yeah. you eight here, ten here, and then like when it counts, they'll give you the twenty five, twenty one. 
Herbert, like, Hardman, Hardman, like yeah, Rondell Moore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like, I mean, yeah. Tony's that's the thing about Tony's team. It's like it's not like I'm a you, huge Stevenson fan too. Well, he's a monster. Reminder. Yeah, I think when you look at Tony's team, you don't immediately jump out the wall. Like no. it doesn't like catch you, but when you really look at yeah. it and you look at what they're doing on a week to week basis. It's still performing. It's, this is without Jonathan Taylor. People consistent. are forgetting that, yeah. dude. Tony's five and two, and he hasn't even had like his players really go off. Yeah. Um, Tony's team consists of all Chiefs and Cardinals players, pretty much, and the Chiefs are on a bye. Uh, so we'll see about losing Kelsey. Kelsey does carry Tony pretty heavy, uh, but my dad loses Juju, who isn't much. But the last two weeks, he's he's been quietly okay. He's coming. He's, yeah. he's doing pretty well. Um, my dad's matchups are straight up awful down the list. Bills defense, Bears defense, 49ers defense, Rams defense. It's rough. Um, and a lot of them are in the same games. Tyreek at Detroit, though. He could torch Detroit. He could. Um, if the Rams and 49ers is a dud, then my dad will lose straight up. Because how, do you, how do you feel about Debo right now? One second. So he has three players in this game. Just in the 49ers game, he has three players. My dad. And then two players in the Cowboys-Bears game and two in the Bills-Packers game. So those three games will completely dictate yeah. my dad's. So if there's a bad game script in some of these, my dad's going to lose. Uh, what were you going to say, though? What do I feel about how, how do you feel about Debo right now? Uh, I think he's fine for what my dad needs him to do. Okay. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I mean, he's hurt. Well, surprise. When we made this trade, I warned my dad of this. I said it in the podcast. Debo's going to get hurt. And he's hurt. Do you feel like he's overhyped? Yes. He's an extremely overrated player. Can you pull up a, okay, let's just look pull up his history, like his actual career history. Pull up his stats compared to DK's because they came in the same draft. And I think it'll blow your mind. So we're looking at Debo. We'll start from his rookie year. He was and this is PPR 32, 2020. He was the 96. But remember, he told I think it was an ACL injury that year. It was something. Maybe it was an ankle. I'm I'm talking yards and touchdowns. Just oh, yards and touchdowns. I can't do a career here. Uh, well, I'm just saying. It just. I mean, DK is better for sure, but they use him as a running back, so it's different. But statistically, I couldn't believe how different it is. Yeah, I, I can. They use him more out of running back positions. If you want a real comparison, go look at uh, AJ Brown versus DK Metcalf. So he's got 11 total touchdowns in four years, which is crazy. I bet you DK has had. 20? Uh, I think it's more than that. Really? I'd actually be shocked. Uh, DK Metcalf. 31. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but like I said, he's a running back too. So a lot of those points are rushing yards, which I feel is like skews that, different fantasy. His running back thing, though, I feel like didn't even happen until last year. True, but they, they were use using... like that until last year. Now that CMC's there, they're not they, even they, do that. They were, but it wasn't as often. He was still primarily a receiver. Last year, they switched more primary running back. So you're not wrong. Yeah. But I will say, I still think he's talented. No, for sure. But I, I, think, I think he's done for. I just Rob traded done. him away at a perfect time. He's overhyped. He is overhyped. DK's missed three games. Okay. So. Yeah. He has like a seven game still. But between those three. Like, uh, D, I mean, Debo's the last player. I'd yeah, want. for sure. I think he's overrated. And now that you said CFC is literally taking Debo's job. That's a, Minus that's a, the receiving aspect. Yeah, the Swiss Army knife that they were going to use him with in the run game and gadget and all that, that's gone. We'll see. I think there. my dad's team is in a really bad spot, worse than maybe it looks, because Dylan's garbage. I mean, Cup's performing, but is Mostert really going to be able to do this all season going into the playoffs? Debo, I mean, we'll see what happens now. I mean, then I look at, like, um, James Conner. 
I mean, Schuster, you can't rely on. Palmer, you can't rely I on. I think Galladay is an up-and-coming star on his roster. <laughs> <coughs> Big fan. So we'll see. And yeah. they don't show his IR, but Patterson's hurt. Um, so <coughs> I got. Does, does that keep going when he comes back? No. Yeah. That's like one of the biggest surprises. Or even for him to do it this year. What he did last year, it was like there's no way he goes into this year and does it. But This is in running back Kareem Hunt is currently available for a fourth round pick. From Cleveland, so somebody's gonna snag Cream Hot. What do you think the uh, <laughs> the favorite is, or makes the most sense to you for him? To it was the Jets. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck they wanted James Robinson over Cream Hunt. Um, I think it was the asking asking price. I would have still paid it if the Jets really think they're contending. Uh, I mean, I think this. this why would you even want this? This one's scary. Kareem to the Bills. I just they shot their shot at CMC too. I know, but it is I don't think it matters. I don't think that offense has shown that no matter who you put in there, they're gonna use them right. Josh Allen just is gonna do what he does in the moment. I don't even think it would be a rushing aspect. I think pass catching. I don't think it's gonna matter. I really don't. What do you remember how good he was with Mahomes? I know, but you're you're looking at players that already have a history of dumping balls off. Josh Allen doesn't. Yeah, that's true. If he doesn't do the dump pass as much, he just runs. I think it makes sense in terms. I get it what makes you're sense. I Allen just don't think. Aspect. I don't yeah. think it's gonna. I mean, I could be wrong. I think he's gonna go to the Rams. I just think if it, you want my honest yeah. opinion, he's gonna go to. I, but my outlook was is the Bills are so win now right now because they have all the pieces just to have I that agree. backfield no, solidified and push them. You know. I agree, and maybe this part of this is just me being a James Cook owner. It's just like, why don't you just try them out? <laughs> yeah. They're like pussyfooting with them. It's yeah. like just fucking start them. Yeah. Like if you're gonna, it can't be any worse than you. You used a second round on him, and you won't trust him. But now you're gonna trade more for a running back? Just fucking. Why? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand some of these. I just think it's that that Super Bowl outlook. Just let's just push the chips in. Yeah, push the chips in and send it. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. This sounds kind of crazy, but I could even see like (laughs) the Buccaneers doing it, even though they don't need to. But I could see some bullshit kind of thing like happening with that but i don't have anything else for this week he wants to uh talk about a segment he wants to introduce. so we got a new segment we're gonna start doing um it's gonna be an anonymous poll different questions every week based on um dynasty not halloween candy or ayahuasca um but i'll post the uh the poll later obviously feel free to answer if you want if you don't it's cool but just to get some insight on on what people are feeling in the the aspects of dynasty and the outlook of the league. When are you gonna post that? Uh, I, I can do it when we're done. Okay. So by the time this is out, maybe yeah, it'll be up. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's all we got for you. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this week's episode. Good luck this week, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. See you, nerds. All right.